Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Am I the Arsehole? Mixed with relationships too, and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from ChallengeBrave7012, who says, Am I the arsehole for telling my biological sisters I don't want to meet our bio parents? I, 30 female, I'm a Chinese woman who was adopted from mainland China when I was a baby and grew up in the UK. I grew curious of my roots and if I had any family out there, so I took a 23andMe test. I found four full sisters through this test. I'm the oldest. My sisters are 29, 28, 24, and 20. The three middle sisters are in America and the youngest is in Germany. We have kept in contact via the internet and have met in person twice before COVID started. I have two brothers I grew up with who are my parents' biological sons and as far as I'm concerned, they and my parents are my true family, but I have grown close to my biological sisters as we understand each other a lot. What my parents know of my birth story is that I was found in an alleyway in a box. My sisters were found relatively the same way from what they know though they were left outside of buildings and public areas, so I'm a bit more bitter than they are about how we were abandoned as I was left out of the way where I could have been missed. We recently got contacted by a new family member found by the test, an 18-year-old full brother who lives in France with our bio parents. Apparently, they moved there later in life. My biological sisters are excited by this and are eager to meet them. They want the five of us to fly out together to meet our brother and family. I've told them I won't stop them, but I have no interest in meeting the couple who clearly kept trying to have a boy and abandoned five daughters we know of, reminding them there could be more we don't know about who haven't used 23andMe. They feel I'm being unreasonable in this and I should at least go to meet our brother. I'm fine meeting him one day, but not with them there and he and I have been exchanging emails for now. I know they want the five of us to go out as a united front in this and and me not wanting to go is disheartening for them, but I honestly feel bitter in regards to this whole situation. Now, for the question itself, am I the arsehole for telling my biological sisters I don't want to meet our bio parents? Absolutely not the arsehole. Of course you're not the arsehole. They left you in an alleyway in a box for Christ's sake. Of course you're going to be bitter about this. And you said your sisters were found relatively the same way. But I think you're all making your own individual choices whether you want to meet or not. But you're not going to be the arsehole for saying no in this situation. Just not. But third tries the charm says not the arsehole. They want to go. You do not. That's fine on both sides. They have no business pushing you to go meet bio family. Chelula says, not the asshole. There's a very personal trauma for you and it is especially worse for you as the one who is the oldest and was the closest to not having a life at all because of their abandonment. Hope you and your brother form as strong as a bond as you and your sisters have. 
It isn't his fault your parents did this and I hope they all come to understand your feelings and stop pushing it. OP replies saying it was a bit tough to work up the ability to exchange emails with him. After all, here's the goal they were clearly aiming for that resulted in myself and my bio sisters being abandoned. That being said, I reminded myself he's really just a kid and none of this was his fault. The baker says, says not the arsehole. I too am an adopted person who was abandoned at birth outside of bodega in the bad part of town. I also took a DNA test and ended up meeting biological family and I regret it so very, very much. Meeting my siblings and birth parents sickened me so much that I feel as though I'll never get my mind back to where it used to be and I had the unfortunate pleasure of being filmed for TV meeting them. It sucked finding out that I have an older brother with the same birthday as me, only he got to have a birthday party and I got left outside in the cold. Please don't ever think you're an asshole for not wanting to meet your bio parents. You are not. Sometimes it's a lot worse than not knowing. Opie replies saying, I'm so sorry. The idea of being filmed for that, it makes me want to throw up. I'm sorry you had to put up with that. I, I can imagine why that had sucked finding out your older brother had the same birthday as you. I was left in the alley in winter. I'm not sure my exact birthday. We have a rough estimate, but nothing more. If you ever want to talk to someone who is similar in this, feel free to hit me up. Molasses Fragrance says not the asshole. It's a personal decision, not a group one. Consider discussing with them now about boundaries after they meet. Do you want to hear about the meeting? Do you want them to invite you to do things with them in the future if the parents are involved? Skis Knees says not the asshole. Your bio parents are ethically and legally ab abhorrent people. There is no excuse for conceiving and abandoning five children. If you meet your brother, you deserve to meet him on your own terms. I'll try writing down how you feel and explaining it to your sisters. So the update came around a month later, which said, after some pushing from my bio sisters over getting in contact with our bio parents, as while I don't want to fly out to meet them with my sisters, they still want to talk to me. I finally consented to having a Zoom call with our bio parents as that was the most I could handle. I'll be honest, it was like a punch in the gut. I looked so much like our bio mother. It was a little startling. So I found out some answers to some important questions. Firstly, why were we abandoned? As many of you can guess, it was to do with the one child policy. They wanted a son, but there was additional internal pressure to this. My paternal grandparents had told them if they kept the daughter, they'd be cut off and not have a penny of the family money. It's why I was abandoned so differently from my sisters. It was my paternal grandmother who took me out to abandon. My bio parents always assumed that I had died with how she left me, so they took over the abandonment of my sisters, which is why they were left in better places. Was there any other children? Yes, one. A boy who would be 22 right now, had everything went to plan. They'd been going to keep him, but apparently something was wrong about him. I don't know what, and they didn't expand on that, but apparently my paternal grandfather forced him to give him up as he was ashamed. Why did they move to France? After our youngest brother was born, they finally gained financial independence from my paternal grandparents and were able to move. They were the ones that asked their son to take the test, hoping to find their other children. Where does this leave us? They were so happy to talk to me and kept going on about how they now had most of their children back and could have it all. I cut them off there and then and told them they didn't have us back. I expressed sympathy for what they had been put through by my paternal grandparents but pointed out that they chose money over me and over all of us and how they could have chosen to simply keep me or any of the others and make their own way in life but they hadn't. 
I thanked them for the call but told them I had a family already and had no further interest in speaking to them. That I continued to be in contact with my bio brother but this was all they'd get. They tried to beg me to stay on the call but I left and I admit had a little bit of a sob afterwards. My adoptive brothers ended up taking me out to drink afterwards and the three of us got hammered while I vented and cried some but it helped me work through that a lot. So thanks everyone. I just figured you all deserved an update. And that story is just so incredibly sad. Imagine looking into the faces of people that abandon you with knowing the possibility that you, know, that you will die. They did think you died. And then after getting in contact for all this time, suddenly they're happy in front of you and saying now they could have it all. Like these pretty much strangers in front of you saying, yeah, we've got you back kind of thing. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And our next story is one that we covered before, and but now comes with an update as well. So as always, feel free to use the timestamps if you heard it before. That's what they're there for. So am I the arsehole for sending my coworker into anaphylactic shock? I'm at a loss here, guys. Realistically, I know I'm in the clear. Legally, I'm in the clear, but I'm being vilified by my coworkers and I'm genuinely considering quitting my job because of this mess. So I work a pretty standard day job and at night I help my friend at her restaurant which serves an assortment of Thai cuisine. To be honest, I'm insanely picky, but I fell in love with this peanut sauce the main chef makes and he showed me how to make it. So about once a week, I, I take it on either noodles or stir fry to my main day job for lunch. People know this and a handful have tried it. It smells nutty, it tastes nutty. It's white girl pad Thai basically. Lately, my lunches have been disappearing or I'll open my lunchbox to find half of my food missing. I've tried addressing it, but nothing has been changing. And I was pretty sure it was one of the new hires that was doing it, but had no proof until now. Thursday, I took my noodles and my entire Tupperware was missing, which hasn't happened before. I'm pissed, but what can I do? A coworker shared a pizza with me and that was that until today. My boss confronted me and accused me of poisoning my noodles because his daughter, one of the new girls, borrowed my lunch and had to be hospitalized. Turns out she's severely allergic to nuts, ate some, and boom, anaphylaxis. She used an EpiPen but had to be hospitalized and now her dad is trying to hold me accountable for her bills and condition. But I don't see it. Why should I pay? I don't mark my food as an allergen because I'm not allergic to it. She was just dumb enough to steal from me and eat something she can't have. 
but he's being hateful and some of my older co-workers are icing me out because I warned him I'd report any harassment to HR if he tried anything funny. Brown noses, I guess. My friend is aware and offered me a full-time job, but I just can't help but feel it's unfair. At the same time, I could have killed his daughter though. So, am I the asshole? Edit, holy shitballs this blew up. I did email the HR rep and let her know of the situation. She's been on vacation and gets back tomorrow, so I don't know if she's aware of what's been going on since last week. I should note that I work weekends most weeks. Not quite an eight to five Monday to Friday job, but yeah. My coworkers mostly chilled out by the end of my shift, thankfully. After I explained to the noisiest friendlier person that I always bring a peanut sauce dish. I guess the general assumption was that I somehow found out who has been stealing lunches and decided to poison them. To answer a common question, this was the first time my pad thai was stolen. And no, I'm not the only victim of the lunch thief. I usually take a late lunch and I'm not the only one. So I'm guessing the lady who was stealing food decided what was left is a free-for-all. F her. My boss said it was an HR issue when I tried talking to him about lunches disappearing and HR always said they'd look into it or further into it and nothing ever happened. We're 100% not allowed to eat at our desks unless you have a medical reason for it. So that wasn't an option either. I'm assuming she's fine, but I don't know the severity of her allergy or how much she ate before she had her reaction. I'm not privy to her medical information. Sorry guys. Suing. Sounds like a great revenge, but probably not worth the cost of a lawyer. My friend let me take tonight off just a bitch about everything and I'm probably going to take her job offer. One commenter was right, even if everything settles down, I don't want to deal with a potentially hostile or reactive workplace like this anymore. It's not a career with much room for upward mobility and I didn't feel welcome in our group meeting today. And for the people calling this fake, okay, it's not, but even if it were, why are you guys getting mad about it? Karma doesn't give me anything, monetarily or status. I can't exactly give out a bunch of details unless I want to dox myself. And the post seems rushed because I wrote it out of frustration during my lunch. Short time plus word limit equals rushed. Sorry it didn't meet your writing standards. Anyway, I keep reading comments and responding occasionally. But this is it for me, unless I get something worth updating. Thanks for everyone's opinions and the information about C's addressing and, and Worcestershire, thanks Google, having anchovies. That's crazy. And then OP gave the recipe. And I remember saying on this one, absolutely not the asshole. This person's stealing your lunch. This is totally on them. Who goes around stealing people's lunches then complains when they get ill from it? But forward squirrel says not the asshole. Go to HR immediately and make them aware of what's going on. You did absolutely nothing wrong and your boss's behavior is 100% inappropriate. The void 33 says not the asshole. You didn't feed it to her. She stole it. And then quotes, at the same time, I could have killed his daughter. And says, no, she could have killed herself. My wife had a heavy duty seafood allergy. She wouldn't eat anything without knowing what was in it. Like Caesar salad dressing has anchovies in it. Other sauces are made with seafood too. It can be in places you wouldn't expect. So she would never take someone else's food. On principle first, because it's stealing. Because it could be life-threatening. I would have thought that anyone with a severe food allergy would take the same precautions, but obviously not. Well, next time, she'll think twice before borrowing someone else's food. Madison MM says, absolutely 100% not the arsehole and quotes, my boss confronted me and accused me of poisoning my noodles because his daughter, one of the new girls, borrowed my lunch. And then says, 
borrowed? And how exactly is she going to return the food that she borrowed after ingesting it? It's not borrowing when she was never planning on returning it or compensating you. I'm sorry that your boss is terrible. She stole your food. She didn't ask. She just took it upon herself to take your lunch. She is the asshole. Is she only doing this to you or is she taking everyone else's lunch as well? And one more from Simla Koala5361 who says, go to HR ASAP. In HR terms, what happened is someone stole your lunch in the container it was in. The person who did this is another employee's close relation. And because that employee is your manager, you are facing bullying and reprisal from your manager and further bullying and hostile work environment from your coworkers. You do not need to put up with this. You are not in the wrong. The daughter, the boss, and the coworkers are all in the wrong and you need to document and report. Unfortunately, it's unlikely you can just go back to normal, but what your boss and coworkers are doing is not just shitty, but potentially illegal and certainly a liability HR should deal with. Typically, this type of mess is why companies are wary of hiring relatives of employees, except as interns and short-term hires. Also, if you're just generally feeling like you're getting the cold shoulder and don't know that coworkers are doing anything wrong, just jot down the time you felt treated differently as well as anything anyone explicitly said or did. They likely will not get in much trouble, but a difficult atmosphere resulting from conflict with someone in management is 100% something to take to HR. It shows the toxicity of the situation. So now with that information, let's move to the update to find out what happened next. And this happened one month later. Sorry it took so long to update. By the time my post was approved, I was busy again. Let's get right to it. Coworker is perfectly fine. She didn't go into shock. She approached me when she got back to work and apologized for stealing my food and explained she's supposed to be on a diet for medical reasons, but at work, she isn't being monitored by her parents, so she's been stealing from some of us. The day of the initial problem, she broke out into highs pretty quickly when she opened my container and had to go home, not the ER. And she didn't use an EpiPen, like her dad had claimed. She went home, took medicine, and didn't return for a few days because she was in hot water at home for one, breaking her diet, and two, eating unmarked food. My ex-boss was angry and scared because she had put herself in harm's way because she doesn't like her food being restricted. I didn't ask, but she's a pretty big girl, and some of the things she said makes me wonder if she has an eating disorder. Regardless, her dad lashed out and wanted to scare me for bringing a dish with nuts in that resulted in his daughter getting sick. My old workplace don't have any rules about food restriction, like no nuts or shellfish, outside a company pot Lux, which I've never been to, and I've never had an issue like this before. Her dad did eventually apologize to me, but I was pretty fed up at that point and I'd already spoken with HR about him. He was suspended, but I ended up quitting. Decent severance package, so I wouldn't take the legal route. And then I went to work for my friend for a bit. Those of you who do that all day, every day, you have my respect. The kitchen was too fast paced for me and I'm not much of a waitress either. But fortunately, I only had to do that for a week before I found a different job. Same hourly wage as my old company, but longer hours, which will be nice except I won't be able to work for my friend anymore unless I have a three day weekend. I really hope the daughter gets the help she needs and, and her dad stops being an ass. But I'm done with that place and the people at it. Never did get my Tupperware back by the way. <laughs> If you want any Tupperware, you just contact me. I've got a cupboard full of the stuff. I'm not, I'm not sure if I can match the lids up anymore, though. And I know this is not the point of this story at all. You know, there's one thing, not eating the lunch because you don't know what's in it. But there's a part of me as well that's like, I don't want to eat someone's lunch just 
because their hands have been in it. <laughs> I know that might be me just being a bit petty there, but not knowing whose hands have been in it, what they've been doing to it at all, freaks me out in itself. Maybe that's just a me thing. But what do you guys make of this story? What would you do if you was put in this situation? Would you have left that job? Would you have fought it harder? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. It truly, truly does. So thank you for doing you and for being involved in the channel. It really does mean the world. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 